A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jewish authorities. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear. In a way, this describes the world we've been living in for the past year. Our doors have been shut for fear of the virus. We've kept ourselves isolated, closed in, wearing masks and social distancing when we go out. But there is a growing hope that we can begin to gather together again, and what makes this new reality possible is that more and more people are being vaccinated. The vaccine carries a message to our DNA that helps it identify the coronavirus. This will make it possible for us to let go of our fear, unlock the door, and venture out. Jesus enters into this house of fear where the disciples are gathered with a message of shalom, peace. In John's Gospel, after his death on the cross, Jesus is buried in a garden. Early in the morning on the first day of the week, 
Mary Magdalene came to the tomb. The risen Lord came up behind her and said to her, Mary. She thought he must be the gardener, but when she turned, she recognized him. John is bringing us back to the Garden of Eden in the book of Genesis, where the Lord walks at the time of the evening breeze. Our gospel passage begins when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week. The Lord enters into the house where the doors are locked. The early church gathered in a house. So when John tells us that Jesus came into the house, we know we are in church. The fourth evangelist often speaks on two different levels at the same time. The disciples are inside a holy place, and the doors are shut because of their fear of the Jews, rather than the Jews being afraid to enter the holy place through the closed temple veil. The holy of holies in the temple was the place outside of creation from which the Creator enters the world. The disciples are about to be sent out, not in the sense of being expelled from the garden. The risen Christ is sending them as instruments of God's creative act to bring God's shalom and healing into the world. And then he breathed on them, literally breathed into them. The word for breathing is the same used in Genesis when God breathes life into Adam. Receive the Holy Spirit. The very breath of God that was breathed into Adam is breathed into us. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. With this same Spirit, we are sent to continue God's healing work of forgiveness and reconciliation. Jesus gives us a new message, a prescription or vaccine that will empower us to participate in God's renewing of creation. The risen Christ said, If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. In the Greek, Jesus literally says here, If you forgive the sins of anyone, they are forgiven. And if you embrace anyone, they are embraced. The Greek word used means to hold fast and embrace. And the word for sin is not included in the second clause at all. It is added by the translators erroneously. This makes sense in light of the following verse about Thomas, whom Jesus embraces in all his doubt. Jesus does not reprimand Thomas. He offers him peace and almost seems to appreciate Thomas's honesty in expressing his doubt by inviting him to touch his wounds. Christ's command, then, is to forgive one another and to hold on to one another. We will now be on the inside of the Creator Spirit, and we are entrusted with responsibility 
our knowledge and flourishing will either be advanced as we learn to forgive and to be forgiven, or it will be held back by rivalry and vengeance. Moving out of fear and into love is simply a choice we can make. The late Dutch spiritual writer Henri Nouwen put it this way, Hardly a day passes in our lives without our experience of inner or outer fears, anxieties, apprehensions, and preoccupations. These dark powers have pervaded every part of our world to such a degree that we can never fully escape them. Still, it is possible not to belong to these powers, not to build our dwelling place among them, but to choose the house of love as our home. This choice is made not just once and for all, but by living a spiritual life, praying at all times, and thus breathing God's breath. Through the spiritual life, we gradually move from the house of fear to the house of love. Julian of Norwich, a 14th century mystic, lived her entire life during a raging pandemic. Julian knew a thing or two about sheltering in place, because as a cloistered woman, she literally lived walled up inside a small space for life. Julian teaches us about fostering a spirituality that can survive the trauma of a pandemic. She writes, In spite of appearances to the contrary, all is well. Not just that creation was beautifully made to begin with, and that it will all work out in the end, but that everything is all right at every moment if we could only look through the eyes of love. God is within us, at home, patiently and kindly awaiting our recognition. As maker of all, God is in everything, present in all places and at all times.